Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gambit Podcast. This is a Grand Arena and Territory Wars-focused podcast. I'm Solo Base 15 here with my good friend Zareth. Zareth, how are you? I actually get to ask you this week. <laughs> I know, we don't have Kleso to usurp the question. <laughs> and that brings me joy, so I guess that means that I'm feeling joyous. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Though I'm also a little bored. I, I miss Grand Arena so much. Agreed. And it actually, big news this week is Grand Arena is delayed by three days. Right, and CG knew that at least, so good for them. <laughs> at least somebody knew. Yeah, like I, I actually, it hit like three something, so I I got on at three, three something, my time is when Grand Arena um, starts, you know, when, when that's when yeah. the reset is or whatever. So, um, you know, I, I got on to Discord just to look in general and like people you know, exclaiming in fury or joy or whatever, <laughs> if it's 3v3 or 5v5. And um, there was nothing, like just no one said anything. And I was like, oh, well, maybe they changed the time. Like they do that sometimes, you know, change change when they're going to put things out. But no, uh, that was just nothing. Radio silence. So that was, that was endearing. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Uh the good news, I guess you can say for it, or actually could even be the bad news, depending on what side of the coin you are, is most people, or I shouldn't say most, but a lot of people will have uh, their general Skywalkers at seven star thanks to this delay. So I guess the big question for most people is, do you have your general Skywalker counter ready? Uh, well, you know, if you're asking me, then the answer is yes, to, you know, with with kind of an asterisk, like, you know, absolutely, yes, I do have a team that works for them. I, is it going to be the final team that I use to be able to counter General Skywalker? And, and that's the question mark. Like, right now, I, I'm using 3PO on that team. Uh, you know, my, my counter is Commander Luke and Han and Chewie, you know, the CLS trio, so to speak. Um, and then I have Old Ben with both of his Zetas and 3PO. And, and that works great. I wouldn't change it at all. Um, you know, I want to I want to remod a couple things, do, you know, re restructure just a tiny bit, put some more relics on Luke, all that stuff. But the, the biggest question mark for me is, uh, you know, I use 3PO on my Padme team as well and uh padme counters darth revan potentially and so it it's just this question of who who gets 3po uh well i think the answer is it has to be um you know has to be the gas counter <laughs> just because at the very least most of these teams, even if you don't beat Darth Revan in one shot, you can get just a lone Malak and take him out in whatever way, usually with First Order or something. GAS, if you can get it down to GAS, you can pull the whole you know EP Pro Droid trick. But if you don't get all the clones down, you're in a lot of trouble if uh, you have to do a second fight. So I'd say go in, take out that general skywalker and kind of figure out darth revan later i guess i mean uh, 
you know, I, I tend to agree with you and that we're going to kind of talk about that a little bit, honestly, um, you know, here in, in a minute, but you know, you say deal with Darth Revan later, like he's an afterthought. And to be honest, like he, he's still not an afterthought. Like there, there are more, there are increasingly more teams that can counter him, but that there's also, there's also a pretty limited number still, you know, and, and none of them are really super reliable. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, except for, you know, probably for the last month, I've actually been climbing daily in my arena with Padme. Um, I'm just finding more success with her. It's actually less RNG dependent for me than climbing with Darth Revan is. Interesting. Well, you know, and you and I, you and I have talked about that some, um, you know, and, and I've also been climbing with Padme a lot, but I haven't been finding that much consistency. And I, I think my Padme is just too fast, frankly. Um, I, I'm, I'm doing something wrong. I think I have the right relic and gear and, you know, all of that stuff. And the composition is fine. I, I just need to, I need to find what speed she's going to be best at. So I actually joined the, what the, let me just look here. The Grand Army of the Republic Discord server today, <laughs> just, just a little bit ago. So I haven't had a chance to go through, but I, I need to, I need to start looking at their at her mods. Uh, I'm clearly just failing at figuring it out for myself. So, um, that being said, I can win, I can beat that match probably uh, what seventy percent of the time. But that that's not really an acceptable rate in Grand Arena, in my opinion. No, that's low. I um, well. The easiest counter right now with Padme that I found is using General Skywalker, the six-star General Skywalker. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I, I've ever lost having General Skywalker as the fifth in the team. Uh, obviously, I'm probably not going to do that in Grand Arena, just because that General Skywalker team on defense is going to be just too strong to take him out. Um, so I'm going to be using Shock T, which I, I've had good success with Shock T as well. So hopefully my first real loss with that team is not going to be in Grand Arena. Because I've had that happen where I'll win in Arena consistently. All of a sudden you go into a Grand Arena fight and it's like, oh, look, I just lost for the first time ever with this team. Well, and, and yeah, that, that happens. And... It, it's like this really strange thing. I, I actually, I was thinking about that exact uh, phenomenon the other day, and this is um, maybe a little bit of a tangent, but you know, still obviously related. I think that sometimes people will put a team down on defense in Grand Arena that they just like they don't ever use it in Arena, and so you're you're practicing it in Arena against other characters or other players who are using that that team you're trying to counter also in arena so you know like they're using padme to climb um you know and so they they have it all modded a certain specific way so you're practiced against that and then you meet someone who's like oh yeah i just like to throw my padme team on defense but i have her modded for like offense or something strange <laughs> and yeah. and so whereas it's not like a more difficult team to beat necessarily like you just have no experience against it and it does kind of unforeseen things or it's like you know uh, every other team has a certain speed order but 
you know, I don't know what it would do to my psyche if I ran in, like I went in to counter Darth Revan team and like Badstila went first before Darth <laughs> Revan. Like, yeah, that that might really mess with me. Like, I don't know if it's good or not. Probably not, frankly, but like, I don't know what I would do against that. You know, how would I cope with it? I, I wouldn't necessarily like see it coming. Or maybe I would. I check out their mods, the speed mods every match, but... You know, it's something like that that can really throw you off and hand you a loss when, you know, you were prepared against every, like, good counter. You just weren't ready for the bad ones that happened to also have, like, just a little bit of kick to them. Yeah, and with that, I literally just earlier today, I was talking to um, a shard mate that's on my alt shard, and he was saying how... The guy that has the payout right before him has the toughest uh, Darth Revan in the shard for him. Where for me, it's it's one of the easier teams too. And his mods are actually better than my, my mods. Sometimes it just comes down to the way your mods kind of match up is what determines it. Because <laughs> I, I, even in my mains uh, shard, every once in a while there's one opponent that I should be every time, but the way the mods are kind of lined up, I just, I struggle with it. So that can happen to you in Grand Arena too, which is quite annoying. Yeah. It's really, really interesting how that works. Um, you know, my, uh, it's really interesting, actually my, my Padme team for a little bit. I, so I remodded her, you know, and I, I was doing good, uh, well, I was doing good, I thought, like, because I attacked the guy on my shard with, you know, he's got like 80 some, maybe he's in the 90s at this point, uh, plus 20 speed mods, you know, like the super mega Kraken kind of guy. And, yep. you know, the the speed on that, on his Darth Revan team is just insane. And, and it's not just speed, but it's also like the perfect mods for that team, you know, with all the different offense and, and potency mix. And, you know, it's, it's really strong, you know, and he pays people to do his mods, I, I think. It, one way or another, it doesn't matter, I guess, if he pays people, but um, he has a really strong squad, and uh, so I was like, okay, I'm going to try my Padme against that, because he's in range, just just to see, you know, and, and I'll see how close I was uh, so to gauge against other squads, and I beat him, and I didn't lose a single character, I didn't even lose Kenobi, and, and I was like, oh, that was easy, I tried it again, happened the exact same way again, and then I attacked some guy with, like, uh, a gear 12 sith trooper and uh relic four malik and i lost <laughs> handily just to, got demolished with the exact same strategy uh, it was i don't know it was confusing to say the least yeah it's just uh honestly one of the quirks of the game it is well and, and honestly it's it's for me, I know that it's a failure of so there's some pretty obvious mechanic that I'm just missing that I'm going to understand at some point and I'll be like, wow, that was dumb. I'm gonna pretend like I always knew that. <laughs> uh when in doubt, act as if. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm supposed to be the subject matter expert on a lot of these teams. Or maybe not subject matter expert, but I'm supposed to be able to use all of them competently. You know, that's kind of the point of you know what we're doing here so <laughs> yeah with that said there's some there's just too many teams sometimes uh, you know 
there's what, like now 190-something characters in the game. Right. It's just, it's honestly hard to know every one of their interactions. Oh, man. So so there are some people who just have, like, a great memory for different kits and everything. So um, I, I was I was watching a, a, a video by our buddy, uh, and I'll be all, you know, he does Grand Arena videos and he, he's he's like this mad scientist who comes up with these crazy teams to counter things and you know so I, was, I was watching a 3v3 match with him and he put plo coon as lead for a team uh <laughs> i forget what it what team it even was against but that team had a strong element of stealth or uh you know uh, yeah like they i guess stealth is the right word for it um <laughs> so what what I learned, I think maybe it was the the Night Sister Cheese team with Acolyte, actually. Um, and so he jumped into it. I'm like, Plo lead. Like, this is super strange. And and when you look <laughs> at his lead, the lead is actually like that you have like a 55% chance of negating stealth on one character, one enemy character or something. Right. Like... Super random. I had no idea what his lead did. I figured it gave like 60 defense or something. <laughs> like the standard uh, old school leadership kits. Right. Like ETH Koth. It's like, you know, I, I'll give you 40 defense. Or if you give me three Omegas, I'll, I'll bump <laughs> that up to 60. Yeah. <laughs> And and who knows, like, you get 20 more defense, like, that translates to what, like, you know, 1.89 armor, percent armor, like, we don't even know. Oh, what... Lord only knows, yeah. <laughs> like, no idea what, what plus 20 defense actually does. Uh, though there are people <laughs> in this game who actually do know what, what that does. And I guess it, it, in the long term, like, you know, there are different people who specialize in all these different uh, areas of the game. Like, you know, there there are the people who uh, do know all the mechanics, and you know, under the hood, they're they're the guys who know everything about the game. And then, you know, but that that doesn't necessarily always translate to being able to play really well. Like some of them, absolutely. But you know, there are some people. I'm like, okay, I'll talk to you about the mechanics of this and wh the why of you know how this interaction is. And then I won't ask you about how to counter it necessarily. Right. It's yeah. like um, every once in a while you get those statistical analysis on Reddit of all the math behind, you know, do you use health mods or defense mods or stuff like that? And I'll be honest, that is, I read the math because the people did hard work and... In my mind, it's presumably correct. I will never, never have any clue what they did or was it correct. I'm just going to kind of go with it at the moment. Right. I give an upvote so people think that I know <laughs> the math of it, too. I'm like, yeah, I agree with that math. Right. Like, <laughs> it could have some, like, ridiculous flaw in it. I'm like, yep, absolutely correct. Totally agree. I've always thought that. Yeah. <laughs> but like, he didn't even carry the two i'm still gonna upvote it and pretend like it was right because i can't fact check it right well, well and i'm 
if if I if I like shoot it down, if I do catch something, not that I'm necessarily like capable of doing it, but if I did somehow find a flaw, like that's probably gonna make them stop doing it, and then like no one else is gonna do it because I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> right. So <laughs> there is that as well. Well, in, in general, you know, like I don't know about you, like when I'm remodding a character, if I, it's a tank. Unless they need something very specific, like some some characters need like, okay, you need as much armor as you can get, or you need as much tenacity as you can get, so you only look for tenacity sets. But for like my generalized uh, tanks, it's like Scarif Rebel Pathfinder. Does he need sure. anything like super specific? He wants protection and, you know, maybe some health or armor or tenacity, like whoever. So when I'm remodding and I'm just looking for for his mods... I just click for, you know, health and defense and tenacity. And I just pick two, you know, sets of two, basically, that fit the criteria I'm looking for. Like, you know, maybe that's lazy, but I, I tend to think that all of those equate to a similar rate of success. That very well could be. Wouldn't surprise me, actually. Well, like, you know, you're referencing the, you know, the difference between defense and health mods. And, uh, you know, I've seen a convincing argument that says that you should actually only use defense mods instead of health mods. Like they're they're better in the long run uh, to right. use defense set, even though there's no it's like you just get a couple extra pips of armor, you know, and resistance. I don't know when the last time I looked at a resistance stat was, even though it's super relevant, probably. Um <laughs> uh, you know, but but you get these couple pips and, you know, as opposed to like, oh, you're missing out on 10k health, you know, right. it, it seems like the, obviously the 10k health is going to be better than like 5% armor. But, you know, that that guy, that guy says you should just use, you know, there's not like a huge, huge change, but but defense actually comes out ahead in the long run. Right. And it's because it's something you can see. And even with the defense, you know, you raise your defense by 20% with a 6E mod, and then you look at the armor rating, and it raised like 2%. You're like, well, is that really <laughs> worth it? I mean, I'm told it is. I, I actually believe it is, because I have uh, Zalbar modded for uh, basically straight defense. Um and it works. It works well. Uh, but I have no clue why. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, like, it's like, okay, I've found success with this, so I'm not going to change it. And it's not worth, like, losing your mind over. Like, yeah. you know, I could obsess about my mods and have them be a little better. Absolutely. But in, in the long run, like, I have good mods, and I'm not a slouch about it. Like, I actually do try to get the right stats on my characters, but... Like, there's a certain level of crazy that I'm not willing to embrace. Yeah, I. this is going to sound bad. And, you know, probably just because I have so many um, mods. Woe is me. Uh, sometimes yeah. I'll look and I'll be like, why the hell are these mods on this uh, on this character? I have no clue. Clearly, I was remodding somebody else and just kind of threw mods on them to just put mods on him to make sure he's not unmodded and it's i mean sometimes it's just awful like i remodded my first order team not too long ago and when i looked at my first order officer i was like 
<laughs> I was legitimately angry at myself. Like, what the hell were you thinking when you did this? Yeah, it's it's really funny. Like, I've had a couple awkward conversations with people who like they'll they they look at. I have a couple people who just look at my uh, the the mods that I put on my different teams, and they like try to copy it as close as they can. You know, which which is flattering and great and everything. Um, and you know, they say that it's been working well for them, so great. Um, you know, but I've had the, a couple awkward situations where they're like. How does how do you even do this? Like, how do you win with this? <laughs> and I look, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, that, that <laughs> I have beats that me all the time. <laughs> it's like, oh, I see you used offense on this tank. Why'd you do that? I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Uh, anyways, we're just rambling about mods, and it's it's a thoroughly gripping topic. But we actually do have a segment to discuss mods a little bit more. So, um, <laughs> you know, uh, we're, we've we've been doing a lot of talking actually about you know we don't have Grand Arena, but we're still plotting for it, and we've been talking a lot about how we could restructure our defense in five v five. And um, you know, one of the things that you and I are, are really looking into right now, I even made a video about it. Uh, recently on YouTube, uh, it's like, you know, what teams do you put on defense and what, what teams do you stay, keep for offense? And, you know, both of us want to try putting uh, General Skywalker and Darth Revan on defense. And, yeah. you know, how, so how can we do that? You know, it has been the, the topic. <laughs> right. That, that is the question. Uh, and actually going through my roster now, it's been so long since we had a 5v5 that I think it's actually fairly easy to kind of, and I say easy, I, sh I should say it in quotes, um, you know, it can be done fairly okay being able to do that just because it's been so long that I've built up my roster for, you know, light side territory battle or this or that, and... I have most of the counters at this point. Yeah. Um, well, and that that's one really nice thing that there, you know, people have been complaining in the past, at least about, you know, oh, well, I have to choose between it being good at, you know, PVP and being good at PVE. But, but the truth is like right, right now, at least the teams that are relevant in PVE are also amazing in PVP. Right. You're going to see, for example, a Newt team on every uh, defense, probably. Though I do know people that have started to learn what he counters on offense, too. But, you know, you have Newt team, you have clones, you have the Padme Galactic Republic, you have the droids. These are all teams you need for territory battles, and they're all basically key teams now for, uh, for Grand Arena, which... I'm, you know, I'm very thankful for. I hate the fact that we have to mod pilots. Um, it's awful. But even the pilots we've had to gear have been useful in multiple other avenues. So they require us to gear a lot, and the gear takes forever or is expensive, depending <clears throat> on how you do it. But at least 
they're letting you focus in on certain teams, and those certain teams are extremely useful. Yeah, no complaints on my end as far as, you know, the the schedule of gear, so to speak. Um, you know, it, it's it's been really nice not to have to pick and choose. And maybe that, you know, with, our, with the oceans of characters that are apparently coming our way, <laughs> uh, you know, per, per the last Q&A that they had, um, you know, uh, it, maybe that'll change. But right now, it, it's been pretty straightforward. It's like if a new character comes out, just maybe gear it, you know, if you can. Yeah. You know, and it's easy for us to say because we have all the characters and most of them are farmed. And, you know, we're, we're at a GP level now where it's like, okay, which characters do I relic? You know, how do we min-max our, our roster? You know, and I, I know that there are probably a, a few listeners at least who are, uh, you know, significantly farther behind is in terms of gearing their roster. They just, had, you know, started a couple years after us. And, you know, the, those questions, you know, I, I have to ask those questions for my alt all the time. So, you know. uh, Yeah. And as silly as it sounds, I actually have to ask those questions for my alt all the time because I'm not getting first in both arenas in that on my alt. Uh, you know, I, I don't get first at all in either arena. I get uh, second place in ground arena and then... I just don't have time to do the fleet arena. Uh, so I'm lucky if I finish top 50. So when you have so much less crystals than, say, my main account, the question is, how do you gear up and how do you make it all work um, with fewer crystals? And the answer is not always an easy answer. Uh, that's why I'm... I say I'm far behind, but I'm not necessarily far behind other people in the same position, but I'm far behind my main account just because it's taking me so much longer to get relics because I can't do a triple refresh. I'm doing a single cantina refresh for relics and, you know, relic level one, two, and three, that's not bad. Relic levels... Four, five, six, and seven take forever on that account. Right. Oh, yeah. Like my my alt account, I have General Grievous at Relic 3. And then I do have a few other characters at this point who have, you know, Gear 13 or, or Relic level. And it's if they do have a Relic level, it's one. Right. And, and I can't even contemplate, like... Right now, it, it was hard for my main account, you know, like like first world problems hard um, to <laughs> to farm arc and not also be farming uh, the relic mats. You know, yeah. the arc trooper was really frustrating for a couple of weeks because I couldn't advance my relic plans at all. And uh, for my alt, it's like I'm farming uh, the veterans right now. <laughs> you know, I want I want Jedi training Ray, and so I can't farm. I certainly can't farm the you know relics. And after that, I need to get Geonosian uh, Brood Alpha up from four stars uh, up to seven. Yep. I need to get um, a, a few other characters. Like I need to get Ark. I don't. I haven't even unlocked him on that account. <laughs> you know, and he's right. two point seven million. Like it, it's excusable, uh, but I can't. The, 
those are vital characters that I can't even consider relic farming for at all at this point. Like maybe I could take a couple days to do it, but I also don't have such a huge crystal income that I can refresh it three times. So getting the character up to relic seven on that account would take a really long time. Right. So, um, anyways, one, one idea that you and I have been kind of talking about, um, is the the idea of, and it's really intriguing to me, it, the idea of not using Malik on our Darth Revan teams to, on offense for Grand Arena. Yeah. I, and you know what? The reason I started talking to you about this is because on my alt uh, Arena Shard, every day I had to go up against somebody that he, what he runs is uh, Darth Revan, Bastila, HK, then an R7 Marauder, and an R3 Sith Trooper. And that Marauder wreaks so much havoc on my team that even though he doesn't have Malak, and I, I have an R5 Malak, uh, I probably beat him only half the time I fight him. And that's what he just, he's not using Malak on that team. And so that kind of gave me the idea, which then we started talking and more ideas spun from us talking. Uh, but I really like the idea of not using Malik on my Darth Revan team if we have 5v5 this time. Right. Well, because it frees up Malik to, to do any number of annoying things. Right. He can, I mean, you can keep him for offense and he can solo many teams, uh, put him on defense on a random team which is going to make them your opponent have to up the level uh, of team that they use to beat your random team which is fantastic if I can get you to use a Jedi Knight Revan or a CLS or a Padme against some lesser team in my mind I've won that matchup uh, because you're wasting your good team against you know, some team that normally you would have smoked. Right. Well, well, it's like, okay, so, so like Night Sisters, you put instead of Spirit, which it, it's sad for me because I have a Relic 5 Spirit, so I don't think I would do this, but, you know, you throw, you throw a Relic 7 Malak in there, and suddenly it's like, okay, so the Trooper counter is completely out the window. Like, that's not an option right. to counter them. And, you know, I don't know exactly what team is an option at that point. I I would be very hesitant attacking. I mean, I guess you could still use Padme. My Padme is set up to beat Darth Revan team. So uh, Darth Revan with Malak team. So I probably still use Padme. But like you said, you've now taken away uh, the trooper counter, which. Is no, it, it's no small feat because that's the one worry about Night Sisters on defense is that if they're not fast, they're so easy to counter. Right, yeah. If someone spent some time and gotten their Stark to gear 13 and their uh, Snow Trooper up to Relic 4, you know, yeah. which, which, you know, that that's not like you just like sneeze and it happens, but, <laughs> you know, it's... It's also not like this huge, crazy level of investment. And then you, you know, I've beat, I've beat a few Night Sisters teams in territory wars that I'm like, I can't believe 
that you know that they're all like relic four with a couple relic sevens mixed in and i'm like oh well i'm faster and you know talzin still doesn't have a huge amount of health and protection so i can just focus her down three times and you know over the course of the all the aoe's like i wear the other night sisters down and the night sisters don't get a turn and i win and my right. night and my troopers are like you know they're indifferently modded except for the couple specific speed levels that i need to have and you know stark is really really fast you know so he's not indifferently modded but you know like i think the person who had that team would be like genuinely angry to find out that what i used to beat to beat their really high level squad <laughs> right and that's i mean well that's one of the reasons i don't place night sisters on defense anymore it, I don't want to commit the mods to get them fast enough to avoid a trooper defeat. Um, that and, you know, they're fantastic against many teams on offense. Uh, my Night Sister team can beat Geos, which I did consistently last Territory War. If CLS is ever placed on defense, I, I mean, Night Sisters is my go-to counter at this point. And then uh, they also counter General Grievous. So I don't think I'll ever put them back on defense. But the reason that I took them off defense in the first place is because they were so easily countered by uh, troopers, which in my mind, that is not a good trade. If I can get... If you use Padme to be my Night Sisters, I'm happy. If you're using a team like troopers i'm honestly angry right it's frustrating and, and you know i went through i went through weeks of never getting you know all of my nice sisters are really well modded i've put a ton of time into it you know i've put they're all relic two or higher um you know and it, spirits relic five uh you know daka's three or four it, it, and you know they could be better but I went through a lot of time and effort on them and I never got a defense with them. Never once. Cause people, people right. just like throw in their, you know, Padme team and they're like, Oh, this is a great trade. Cause my Padme only has a couple of gear 13s on it, you know? Yeah. And it, so what I did, you know, you and I kind of had a different response to the problem. Like you took, you took them off of defense entirely. I split mine up. So I actually have a Saj and zombie sitting on a newt team right now. Sure. And then, and then I have my Talzin Daka uh, spirit team with Acolyte and I think like Bays for a pre taunt, like just a random <laughs> tank. Uh, you know, they're just sitting uh, as as another count as another team. And if if people want to use Padme on that team, then great on either of those because <laughs> you know because bo- either of those teams like it's both of those teams are you know not necessarily good enough to warrant a Padme level of expenditure, but at the same time, like troopers, I guess troopers could probably take out the Talzin one, but, but then they're not taking out all of my nice sisters. Like I'm really spreading them out and their effectiveness sure. is still, you know, annoying people. So. Well, I think that, I mean, that's kind of the, I guess the underpinning of what we're talking about with taking Malik off of Darth Revan is at this point in the game, it's how do you split your good teams to force your opponent to do something that they don't want to. Because everybody in Division One that's over five point whatever million, they've been in Division One long enough that they have enough 
teams to compete. You know, they have the seven offense and seven defense teams. So now it's how do you switch up your teams? How do you extend your good teams to make even more good teams over the standard, you know, I'm just going to use First Order, Night Sisters, and stick within the factions, basically. Right. Uh, well, and if you can upset someone, so something that you and I have talked about a little bit, something that I've, uh, I haven't necessarily been keeping it a secret exactly, but, um, you know, I also have been preaching it a lot. And I, I'm not just going to say this now because I don't think that it's going to be able to remain the same way anymore with the new characters coming out. But uh, so, you know, one of the teams that a lot of people rely on heavily on their offense in Grand Arena is Jedi Training Ray. And, you yep. know, and that, that squad is great on offense. And, uh, you know, it counters a bunch of different B-level teams. And so what I've been trying to do, the, la the last six weeks, I believe, of Grand Arena at 5v5 for myself, uh, I just eliminated any teams that Jedi Training Ray could counter on, on my defense. So, you know, it, it's like maybe they could counter my own Jedi training ray, which I was putting on defense, just, uh, I don't know, to be funny, to be cheeky. <laughs> but, you know, my that's usually, you know, my that that's like a question mark matchup. Even if you're faster, you don't necessarily always win that matchup. And most of my opponents aren't going to have a faster BB-8 than I am, than I have anyways. Or they can throw themselves at my really fast Django Bosk team, and maybe they'll win. You know, I think that you would probably beat my Django Bounty Hunters team, but yeah. uh, you know, I feel confident that it's going to take its weight out in um, banners, most likely. And you know, otherwise, people don't have a great option to use their Jedi Training Ray. And if I can just take one of their crutches, so to speak, on offense, completely out of the picture, like it, it really causes some disarray and. My defensive, uh, my defensive uh, stats for my last uh, six matches in the in the most recent five v five were amazing. Like, I I got full cleared a couple times, but never efficiently. Uh, like it, and it, it's hard to know. You know, it's only six matches, so I could have just had good RNG, but like it, it, it was a pretty great result for you know for those six matches. So I'm. You know, if you can just find one team that you can just completely negate, you're like, nope, that team will not work on my defense. Like sure. that, that can really cause some issues. So that's the, I don't know how I'm going to play that in the future. Once Jedi training Ray is part of an overpowered, you know, um, <laughs> whatever you want, whatever her name is, it, you know, Ray three. Well, so, we are. We're legitimately going to have two good resistance teams at this point. Uh, because they've said that we're getting a new Poe. So there's now enough resistance members that you can have JTR, BB-8, R2, and two others. And then have Old Finn, New Finn, Poe, and two others. And probably have legitimately good team i mean we haven't seen new post kit yet obviously but i get the feeling that it's going to be a good kit it's going to be playable somehow and so 
who knows? Maybe next GA or in a couple GAs from now, you're actually running two different resistance teams. Right. Well, well, and I think the, the same can be said. Like it for first order, I think that's probably going to end up happening as well. It, it's hard to say. Like the Kylo Ren uh, lead is really, really strong. The Kylo Ren unmasked, I guess. Um, but so is the Hux lead. And you imagine that the third version of Kylo will have a good lead as well. Uh, so the question is, like, what at, at what level do you you know take Kylo Ren? unmasked out of the best team because like even without using his lead he's a fantastic character his kid is amazing you know with his taunt and his double stun and all of that like you know it would be a shame to not use his lead but he's still you know even if you just took his lead out he's still one of the very strongest in that faction absolutely yeah i um it's hard to imagine how these teams are going to play without knowing Without seeing the full picture. But I think, at least for the Resistance, just because I know them much better than First Order, I honestly think we'll have multiple teams. Not just one, but multiple good teams that we get to use. Right, well, you know, so so you're talking about having multiple good teams in these factions, and... You know, I agree with it in principle. I guess one thing that I've been thinking about, though, is, okay, so so if we have ships in Grand Arena right now, we have seven teams plus ships. If we yeah. don't have ships, then we have eight teams plus ships. Yeah. You know, so, so if we just keep adding good teams, like eventually we're going to have the Kiati Monday team. We're going to have all this stuff. Like, sure, it, within the faction itself, you're like, oh, sure, like, you take the five best characters and they can be on a super team. And then you have the next five best characters and they're, they're like good, but are they good enough to actually be used in the context of grand arena? Well, that, that's something that's complete. That's a completely different question. And, um, I mean, who knows the answer? I do think that the new teams, I read when we redid our defense. I noticed geos just don't have to be on there, um, and it's not because I necessarily want to keep them for offense. It's just my defense is strong without them. But now that I'm keeping them for offense, uh, the new team is nothing to me, <laughs> basically, because you know the geos even when you expel extortion uh the full team basically still attacks anyway and they have so much protection regen that i'm probably going to beat this new team every time this grand arena for close to max banners um so i guess that question is just because you have the two teams are you going to actually use them like you said but I think you're going to see changes. Like right now, everybody's putting Newt on defense basically because they had to gear them up. And they are a legitimately good team. But I don't think they're the best team on defense. So I think there's room for the defenses to shift. Ideally, what I would like to see, and they talked about adding new divisions now that GP is growing you know, you shouldn't have a 6.8 million account in the same division as a 4.6 million account. 
So I'd love to see them add a new account or a new division and add teams that you have to place. I, I think that's, you know, the next solution from them adding all of these good teams out there. Right. Uh, you know, they, they need to, but then, but then you start getting into the question, of, you know, they've talked about it a lot too, of time investment. And I get the sense that they're really trying to limit that. Like, you know, a, a, one of the interesting things that I've noticed it because I have an alt in a diff, in different divisions is, you know, I'm already placing the majority of the teams on defense for my, you know, division five alt that I, you know, I need to place the same number of teams almost as my division one account. And my division one account is, you know, 3 million more GP, like a ton more teams. Right. And, you know, but but I'm only placing like two extra teams or something that the difference is not great. And so if they keep adding teams, it's like at some point we're just, uh, you know, I've been worried about my troopers. They're, they're eventually just going to stop being relevant because I have too many other strong teams available. Sure. Yeah. And time investment is honestly something to consider because 3v3. Some some of those rounds honestly took me like forty minutes to do. When typically Grand Arena takes me, you know, twenty minutes. Um, so I, I don't want more of that. But I just don't see any other option because we have so many teams at this point, and it's it's honestly so many teams that I'm going to have a very strong defense, and I'm also going to have a very strong offense right so it becomes something like something akin to like just an efficiency match it's like i have all the right teams to beat you how efficiently can i do it right and because because you also have all the right teams to beat me yeah and and that i mean it's the game we play and what i'm used to but that gets very stressful at times um, you know, that efficiency of I have to be perfect with every move I make. And I don't know if that is going to be enjoyable long term. Like, maybe the first couple months, but when every match you have to start fighting is going to come down to two or three banners just because you have so many good teams. At the end of the day, is that going to be enjoyable or is that going to be more stressful than anything else? Right. You know, it's a funny thought. Like you start thinking like, okay, I think I can get 57 banners with my Jedi training rate to counter this. But if I use first order, I could probably squeak out like 58. (laughs) Right. It's, you know, or the fact that after the fight, you're pissed at yourself and you have an amazing score, but you're pissed because you lost two banners somewhere along the way because you forgot Finn could heal his protection. Um, right. Yeah, like you throw the you break your phone because because you only got fifty nine against General right. Grievous or something. Yeah, exactly. So I, I I wonder sustainability. Do they is that something that they want? Do they actually want this uh, hardcore efficiency game to take over Grand Arena? Right. Well, well, you know, and I fronted to you a few times 
And, uh, you know, I, it's not something I necessarily like the idea of either. So don't don't take me as like a proponent of this idea. But there's, there's a certain appeal to the idea of like, you, you know, getting into a league where you need 16 teams on defense and 16 on offense for a total of 32 teams. And, you know, and that's that's like almost all of your characters, 150 plus characters involved. And there's a certain amount of appeal to that because it starts being like, okay, I I really want to use uh, like my Wigs team, you know, Wedge and Biggs, <laughs> and, you know, with maybe with like Lando lead or something. But I think maybe that's like trading down, like that the team that they're trying to counter is probably too weak for, for them. So, you know, that's not efficient enough. Like, you, <laughs> you know, being able to legitimately use like your full roster has a certain level of appeal. It would just take so long to plan and actually do that. I don't think it's actually plausible, but, sure. you know, th- there's a certain appeal to that. At, at least then we can use every single team we wanted. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, you know, may- maybe one day we'll start having like bigger maps of Grand Arena, and you can only you have to commit, you know, certain squads beforehand. Uh, you know, like certain zones. You're like, okay, I'm gonna use Jedi Training Ray to you know the top zone, and I'm gonna use, uh, you know, I'm gonna commit Kylo Ren and his First Order to the bottom zone, and I have to use them, you know, in that campaign trail. Like I can't switch change my mind and you know oh shoot i need kylo ren over here instead where where ray was right. like maybe they could do something like that that might be kind of fun and tactical <laughs> yeah also it might not be so <laughs> anyways <laughs> uh you know we've rambled a long long time about our different uh defenses and offense ideas um we still have a little bit of, we still have a few things to talk about though, uh, in our different other segments. Um, so we didn't have any grand arena results at all. Um, we didn't have any grand arena for a full week, which is boring and it sucks, but we probably all need a break, frankly. Um, so our next segment is uh, podcast questions and, you know, and uh, I love this, this part because there's a lot of things that we don't think to discuss and our listeners go to our discord server which we'll discuss on how to get to that later but um you know they go on the discord server and you you can just ask questions we have a channel there uh, for you guys to ask questions and then we address them so um we have two questions this week and the first is can each of you give one character that you think their kit has great potential but you can't you just can't find a team they excel in that that is a fantastic question um, because it's something that I think all of us at some point have said. God, I really wish so and so was good because I really want to use them. Um, and I actually coming up with this thought of uh, three or four. Uh, I'll narrow it down to just two for the sake of timeliness. Uh, the first is Ahsoka Tano uh, Fulcrum. From the day she came out and that promise of, you know, the big whirlwind kick and she's going to do super damage. Uh, I've wanted her to be good for so long. And she still has these kind of like niche little places. The problem is 
those niche places aren't useful to me <laughs> at all. Um, so number one would be Ahsoka Tano. And number two, same idea is Visa Smar. Her n- not having a faction tag at all just steals her ability to fit into a lot of teams. And I love the idea of her kit with counters and she's anti-Sith and she has a revive. And frankly, her animations just look cool. Um, yeah. But I have her. I didn't do this. But uh, on my alt, I have her G12 plus 3, I think, in Zated. And I just never use her. I, I never do. You know, sometimes she gets thrown in in the random, oh, God, I need, I need a couple of good tunes to take somebody out type of team. But I really wish that she was more useful as well. Yeah, I, I actually fully agree with that. Um, you know, uh, I remember I, I remember thinking like, okay, ah- Ahsoka's kit isn't actually as game-breaking. Like, I remember when she was released, there was like this whole thing on Reddit of just like, I can't believe the kind of crazy power creep that is happening <laughs> in this game. Ridiculous. Do you see Ahsoka Tano Fulcrum's crazy, ridiculous kit? Like, how can you ever have a character that's better than that? You know, like yeah. just like the, the typical Reddit outrage. And and I remember like one time I did post, I was like, I don't necessarily think it's that great. Like it looks fun and good, but I don't think it's going to be the next meta. And I got downvoted to hell for that. <laughs> like people were like, no, clearly you're wrong. Like you're such a moron for that. And like... You know, I, I wanted to get on and post. I actually was going to, so I don't. I didn't. I can't even claim I was being the bigger man. But you know, <laughs> I was getting on to post and reply to all of those guys and say like, "Oh, how did how did that treat you? You know how how did your downvotes and your you know rancid comments about how stupid I was play out? <laughs> like, was that did, was that accurate? But uh, so I got on to do that, and it had been seven months, and I couldn't have comments <laughs> anymore. So, <laughs> oh man, that would have been fantastic. Seven months later, told you so, guys. Yeah, I I really wish that I, yeah they had just given me an exception that you know <laughs> God had just like opened the ability in you know Reddit like just granted me the power to comment on that that thread, but <laughs> it wasn't to be so. So actually, um. <laughs> You know, in terms of my list, I I had uh, Fulcrum and Visus on it as well. Um, they're both they have both have a, have a ton of potential, and so I guess you know I, I have a couple others that are pretty good. Um, you know, I know that a lot of people use Wampa at, at to very good effect, and so you know I'll just say that. I can't find a team to put Wampa on. I just keep struggling to do it. Like he just goes unused so often. And that that's just a user error. That that's my own fault. Um in terms of other fantastic kits, I, I've always really liked Ayla Secura's kit. Um, you know, she she used to be a fairly high damage dealing Jedi, and she has a stun on her on every attack that she has and she assists people she counters so she's always attacking just like randomly stunning teams she's really disruptive and 
she's just not ever used. So like the only times I'll ever use her is if I'm truly desperate and I throw together like some Qui-Gon Jinn, random, you know, Jedi last ditch attempt team. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she's an excellent choice. And, you know, I kind of saw you <laughs> when we were making this list on our outline, put her and she's another one that from a for a while, I've wanted to use her. Just like you said, she doesn't fit in with the Jedi Knight Revan team. Um, I guess if I split off Bastila, she could work in a split off team. But then you're kind of playing with, you know, the remnants. So the team itself isn't going to be that good. Um, but she just seems like she would be so good. Right, she doesn't even necessarily have to do a ton of damage. She's just disruptive enough as as a uh, you know stun on a stick that stun you know. on a stick. <laughs> I need to start using that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know she, and she's won a lot of fights for me. You know, in desperation mode, she's a good character. But sure. um, you know, and and then really the other character that I thought of was Krennic, and I know you had thought of that as well. Um, he just he seems so usable and yet he is never used <laughs> he is not um you know when he and death trooper came out i wanted to and you know close your ears because i'm going to make fun of you without making fun of you here i wanted to double zeta them both so badly until i realized there was absolutely zero way to use them in any game mode and to this day, I like Krennic's uh, lead. In fact, in the next question, I'm even going to talk about Krennic's, uh, Krennic as a character. But outside of 3v3, I just don't see a place for him. Right. It just se it seems like he'd be so good. Like he has the AoE with Stagger, which is fantastic. And he has Tenacity down on his basic. And right. he has it, he has revive uh, ability with Death Trooper, and, you know. And Death Trooper assists him, and you know, like does a lot of awesome things with him. Like, and Death Trooper is a great character, but uh, yeah, he just he doesn't have a place, sadly. Uh, you know, it's like it's like Gar Saxon. I've he's also a character I I wanted to be good, and he's just not so. I could I, I could go on and on. Honestly, there there's a lot of missed potential, which hopefully they'll correct. Like they have shown a tendency to go back and uh, you know freshen up certain characters. So hopefully, I don't know why they would ever go back to address Krennic and his deficiencies, but you know maybe one day they will. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, and so, actually, they do when they go back and do reworks. They actually do a pretty good job. So who knows? They very well might. Yeah, I, I am a huge fan of their character kits. You know, people talk about power creep and and I get I get the frustration and the nervousness because you don't want the things that you've invested to be uh, devalued. But I mean, Commander Luke came out a long time ago and he is the counter to the latest, most amazing team in in arena right now. Like it's a meta team and Commander Luke is still super relevant. They'd have changed his kit. His kit is just built to last. Still really right. strong. Yeah. Yeah. So, who knows? Hopefully for Krennic. Knock on wood, because I, I don't know why they would rework him, but I would love if they reworked him. 
Yeah, I, I, I would absolutely love it too. Like Mace, they need to do that with him too. I can't believe yeah. they didn't. In fact, so, anyways, we we can move on to the next question. Um, the next question is: Everyone has moments in this game where you send in a team, and against all odds, they somehow pull the win. It was a long shot, and it paid off. Do you guys have ed- have examples of underdog teams that have crushed it for you in the past? <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Krennic being not useful, here's Krennic being useful. Uh, in 3v3, I went up against a nest with 175% tenacity. It was vicious. Uh, I went in with my Jedi Knight Revan team and got slaughtered by this nest because was just resisting the uh, health reduction left and right. I forget. I think it was an R4, R5 nest on top of it. Uh, and, you know, I I had... Well, I didn't have to beat this nest, but I wanted to beat this nest to get the full clear because obviously you want to get the points, etc., etc. So I tin-cupped it. You know, I went in with like four or five teams until I was finally like... Let me go in with Krennic lead. And so I went in with Krennic, Death Trooper, and Range Trooper, fully expecting to lose against this ridiculous nest, and then destroyed the nest. I mean, that nest barely did any damage on me. Um, It was fantastic to go in with this team where my Krennic is still G11, not even a single piece at G11. He's just pure G11. Um... And take out this <laughs> R4 or 5 nest. It, it was just, I mean, talk about underdog. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you know. It, it, and tenacity down from Krennic. Wonderful. Feels good. Yes, <laughs> yes it does. Um, I actually really liked your response when we were talking about this uh, before before we started the podcast. You were like, man, it's hard to think of one. I can think of a ton of times where I got screwed. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah. The underdog story was against me. I should have won, and then stupid random Malik Dodge or something. I know it's a it's a, it's like I'm Goliath in so many of these matches. <laughs> like just got screwed, but <laughs> should have won. Uh, you know, and I couldn't really think of anything specifically. Um, there, there was one match that I had. It was against a guy who had placed in the top like sixty in Kyber, and he, you know, he had he was clearly extremely efficient and had a you know a long history of wins and you know just really good defense. And so I I knew I had to one shot all of his teams, and I, I did. Oh yeah, he was sixty seven in Kyber, and I had I'd gotten sixty nine in Kyber that that past season, and so you know really close closely ranked and everything um and the last team that he had uh, standing you know i got i got really good efficiency on all of his teams the last team he had standing was uh a night sisters team but with nest and so i, I all i had really had was troopers remaining and you know troopers don't like nest that much uh, because nest will daze them and once they get dazed then that team is just done and so you know I wouldn't say that I came in as an underdog after, after I looked at all the different uh, factors, I actually thought that I had somewhere around a 75 ish percent chance to pull it off. But that, you know, that, that level of uncertainty makes me uncomfortable, of course. Um, 
And, and so I went in and I did. I, I didn't manage to get max banners against it, but it, it was pretty close. I got like 58. And, you know, I ended up winning that match by like two banners total. So, you know, if I had failed, I would have just lost. So, you know, I wouldn't say that I it was against all odds, but, you know, it did it did end up winning for me. And, you know, that that was nice. <laughs> Always. Yep. I think it's funny, actually, that both of us have stories about Nest on our <laughs> against all odds teams. <laughs> and you know what the funny part is? Um, this day and age, I sit there when we're in territory wars and I look at people losing to Nest and I'm like, how are you losing to Nest? It's two and a half years later. And then I think back to a story like this and I'm like, oh, never mind. Sorry about that. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, and I, I'm, I get all judgy too. I'm like, seriously, you don't know how to kill Nest, but you know, I shouldn't. Right. I still do, but I, you know, <laughs> the, yeah, it, she's she's still a great character. Once a, another another example of a really strong kit that hasn't been devalued over time. Definitely. Yep. Um. All right, so our next segment, and we can move through this quick. Uh, we had our Stormtrooper Han challenge where we got him a piece of gear or a relic level or a Zeta, you know, his one Zeta uh, each week. And, uh, you know, we, we both needed to increase his levels every time. And you you already finished it with yes. weeks in excess. <laughs> and and I'm several weeks ahead of schedule, but I did increase it from last time he was relic, he was relic 4, now he's relic 5, so... Just a couple more relics and we can be done with this segment entirely. And we can discuss what our next challenge may or may not be. Next challenge, get Kylo and Ray up. I know, like the challenge that everyone has at our, <laughs> at our GP level. Yeah. Um, all right, so, you know, we also have our alt accounts and our alt accounts are... Um, a lot of fun for various reasons and um you know we didn't have grand arena this this week we both made kyber last time uh, pretty conclusively um so how how is your alt doing like are you doing anything with it to get it ready for grand arena uh yeah two things one i got my marauder up to well should be relic level six very shortly um, to help in Grand Arena, and it should because a high relic Marauder is just fun, like we talked about earlier. And then uh, the second thing is I will have a seven star General Skywalker, and I have about half the gear for General Skywalker to get to G thirteen. Um, and I still need one piece on Arc Trooper as well. Like I said, the alt gears things much slower, but I will be there and I will have the seven star Skywalker. Um, so I have Echo and Fives and Rex all at Relic level five on that account. So I should be good to go in theory once I unlock him and can just throw him straight into Grand Arena next week or well, not next week in a couple days. Nice. Yeah. What about yeah, your that's... alt? 
Um, I missed the train on gas. Um, he, I, I was going to unlock him, and you know, I, if I'd had a couple more months like I had projected, then I would have been able to unlock him on my alt. But um, as it is, I'm still working toward getting him unlockable. And in the meantime, um, I, I had been thinking about buying the hyperdrive bundle for my alt for a while, and um, I just impulsively did it uh, this last week. So, and the, the thing that was entirely unexpected, um, you know, it was unbeknownst to me, but knownst to CG, um, <laughs> my, my GP skyrocketed, and now I'm in Division 4. So, <laughs> well, there so, you go. <laughs> yep so that that was fun i went from like 2.375 or something you know like 2.4 almost G gp uh and now I, i'm at like 2.8 almost so so a lot a lot of extra gp uh, but it is nice I, I have a bunch of characters that i didn't want to have to farm that are now I, I still have to farm them but not as much you know like death trooper for instance is gear or is is five stars, which is usable at that GP level. So, right. Um, it's been fun trying to adapt to that. It's like, oh, well, Nihilus is unlocked suddenly, and I have to give him an Omega, or he can't annihilate the same way. Like, how many people remember that Nihilus's uh, annihilate ability is an Omega, and if you don't put that on him, then you can revive after it. <laughs> That's, oh. It's been so long, honestly, I could, I wouldn't have remembered it. Right. Uh, well, and, and Death Trooper, all of his Omegas are super relevant. He's just not nearly as good without all of his Omegas. And I have, that's that's one thing that account has none of. No, no Omegas at all. So, um, anyways, it, it was fun. You get a lot for that pack. That That is a really strong pack. Um, I'll buy it for my main account at some point. So, um moving on to our main accounts uh what have you been doing to get ready for grand arena you know we've talked about that a lot or at least referenced it a lot in this episode but um you know what what specific tangible upgrades have you got given to your uh account <laughs> well it's gonna sound eerily similar to my alt account um so i had well i have all the gear and relic materials that the second I unlock General Skywalker, I will have an R7 Skywalker. I just need to hit the upgrade buttons fast enough. Uh, and those clones are ready and have been ready for months now. Uh, and then Marauder. So my alt account was already running Marauder and Arena, and I had an R3 Marauder on that account. On the main account, my Marauder was Gear 8, uh, with mods that are still level 9 and 12, so Marauder was brought, yeah, Marauder was brought up to G12. He shares a lot of pieces with Skywalker, so I can't gear him any further until I put the gear on Skywalker so I don't accidentally screw up and, you know, use gear I shouldn't have used, um... But so those are really the only two that I've worked on in the past week because I'm saving Zetas. I'm up to four full Zetas saved at this point, and I think 140 Omegas on my main, just waiting for Kylo and Rey 
to be announced and General Poe as well. Um, but so it was, it was a quiet gearing week. I think I sent you at the beginning of last week the kind of list of all the gear I needed for General Skywalker. I'm happy to say with today's reset, I got the final hypo syringe that I needed. So now I have every piece of gear. I think I needed 500-something pieces of gear, and I was able to get them in about 10 days. So no complaints for me on that front. Nice. Yeah, that's super solid. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're finally on the Marauder train, at least. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, for my own account, I've, I've been doing the same thing. I've been trying to just dash away, uh, you know, hoard as much as I can. And, you know, once I had enough gear for, uh, you know, relic immediate relic seven, uh, general Skywalker, I, um, I've, I've just been spending it to make sure that, you know, I'm making sure that I still have enough, but, uh, I did manage to get Relic 5 on Stormtrooper Han, like I said before. Um, I got Relic 6 onto 5s, so that's a one Relic increase on both of those characters. Um, and then I just randomly had enough gear to get Bastila up to gear 13. You know, she was already 12.5, or 12 plus 5. So she, she just needed her finisher, and she just had the right pieces, and it didn't really interfere with my uh, General Skywalker stuff. So I just got moved her up. And then, uh, you know, I've been, we've been talking about ways to be able to counter uh, General Skywalker, uh, not, not General Skywalker, General Grievous. And, you know, like there are a lot of different creative ways, but in the long run, like Jedi Revan is just great at being able to do that if you have the right level of gear and everything. So, uh, you know, Bastila is gear 13 now, and uh, my Grandmaster Yoda uh, moved up to Relic 4. He was Relic 3. And... He gained like almost a thousand damage after I added. I did upgrade one of his offense mods to six E, so that was a nice boost. And then just one relic level, it like got him almost up an extra thousand. So I, I'm excited to see what kind of damage he's going to do. You actually just reminded me. I did have more uh, gear ups because we had the arms race on uh, Grandmaster Yoda. <laughs> Oh, dear Lord. Uh, even after I was like <laughs> genuinely not trying to start an arms race, but look at how cool this is. And now you're and calling we, it an arms race. Yeah, so. well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> had to. Um, but yeah, I also relic up Yoda and changed his mods to get his offense or special offense, I should say, stat up over. Well, now it's over 93,000. Um and then that reminds me that I also geared up KRU as well and relic him um, to be a potential Night Sister counter. So apparently I did a lot more than I actually remembered about five minutes ago. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of different things we're always working on. Uh, I'm excited to see what awesome things your Grandmaster Yoda can do. Yeah, no, and then nothing. if Bastila fails, I'm coming after you. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with how fast he still is. You know, you reduce his speed and it doesn't even feel like he's slower. But right. Your mileage may vary. So <laughs> uh, 
anyways, that, that's basically it for the show. We do have a number of different things that we want to make sure you guys are aware of. Um, you know, we love Grand Arena and we love creating content for it and resources and, you know, all of it's free. So, uh, you know, Solo is our guy to describe that stuff to you. <laughs> and um, so please take it away, Solo, if you please. I, I am the pitch man. Um, so both of us are on YouTube. Every one of our Grand Arena fights is being recorded and uploaded so you can see what we're doing right and then you can mock us for what we're doing wrong you can find me by my name solobase15 s-o-l-o-b-a-s-s-1-5 you can find zareth by his name x-a-e-r-e-t-h we're both pretty good at timely putting out videos at least after Grand Arena rounds. Uh, Zareth actually just put out a video as well, kind of talking about what we talked about at the beginning of the show with the ideas for 5v5 offense and defense and how to strengthen both. Um, After we upload the YouTube videos from our Grand Arena fights, we timestamp them and then we add them to a counter sheet. And so what the counter sheet is, is it lists uh the full team that we fought so all five members then it lists the full team that we used to beat them and then you get the timestamped link right next to that so you can actually go in and watch the video uh and see how we won and what we did to win and you know most people find including myself finds it much more useful than just seeing you know a, a quick headshot of the leader versus headshot of the leader and yeah that's a counter so uh it's a very useful resource it's updated constantly every grand arena definitely check that out and then finally and it's been mentioned in this show before we have a discord server uh the description will be in the link to this podcast if you're listening via spotify or itunes or something if you find one of our videos on youtube All of our videos have a link to the Discord server and actually the counter sheet in it, so you can find it that way. Uh, And the Discord server has a lot of people that are, you know, put a lot of focus into Grand Arena. So there's always somebody there to answer your questions, even if it's not Zareth or I. Uh, And with that said, I I think it's time to wrap up the show and call it a good night. I think you're right, Solo. It's been a good one, and I hope we never have to do another episode where we didn't have any Grand Arena to talk about, other than the (laughs) theoretical sort. I concur. I concur. So we will be back next week to talk about how hopefully well we did in Grand Arena. Yeah, how dominant we are with all of our amazing theories. (laughs) Exactly. So thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good night. Have a good week, everyone. Uh, Yeah, or week. You know, you have to one-up me, of course. (laughs) Always. More like seven or six-up me. (laughs) All right.